Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm so excited to Welcome be back. here. Yeah. Angela <laughs> with uh, Hip Hemp, Director of Operations, with my co-host Dante, Hello Operations there. Manager. Yeah. And uh, we're just really excited to be back. We yeah. had such a great turnout with this last episode, and we talked about intimate wellness. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a lot of good feedback, some more followers, yeah. um, you know, some questions, some calls. So we need to do a part two. Got to do a part two. So yeah, thanks for tuning in to Armchair Chats. This is our part two of Intimate Wellness. Um, we're recording here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, and, you know, please visit our website, hiphemp.com. You can email us, info at hiphemp. Um, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at HipHempPDX. And whether you're listening to this, you know, as a, as a podcast or you're watching on YouTube or Instagram, please follow us, comment, like, subscribe, whatever. Give us your feedback. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Yeah. It's more and more motivating and you get pumped up and you want to do even more research and you want to do this even more and get out there and connect with people. Yeah. The it's more not feed- just a void. It, no, <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, we're getting feedback. Stuff's happening. Yeah. So this is awesome. We really thrive off of that. Yeah. Makes us want to do it more. Yeah, so so thank you might you. get us two times a month now, not just once, but Maybe. two. <laughs> Maybe they don't want that. That might be too well, much. Well, I mean, it might be. I don't. We, uh, are, a li- we are a little much. <laughs> We're a lot. So okay. let's do a quick recap of last episode's uh, discussion. Yes. So um, part one, we talked about the importance of getting in touch with your own intimate health needs, what you're experiencing, and communicating that with your partner or if you have multiple partners, Um, your doctor as well, Um, we talked about some of the challenges that can come up um, with communication and other things such as, you know, body image issues, um, concerns customers have. So it was a really good episode. We got, like Angela said, we got a lot of comments, so we're excited to do do this part two. So the first, uh, first I want to share some feedback that we got. I really enjoyed your chat. I've used your products for a year or so, and they are the only ones that help. Yay. So, yay, we're so glad. That's great news. Um, yeah, just thank you for your support. And we're, you know, that's why we're here. We want to make sure that these products really work for you. And also, hopefully, these episodes will help you in thinking about this too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's a whole, it's your body as a whole. Yeah, it's it's a not whole. just the physical, yeah. not just the mental. It all affects each other. It's all connected. Right. Whether you want it to be connected, be connected or not. Be connected or not, you know? yeah. <laughs> Sometimes my anxiety goes, why are you anxious? And I'm like, I don't know. My stomach hurts. I feel anxious, but I don't feel anxious. So right. it just communicates. It, it communicates and yeah. sometimes you wish it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's, we have a couple questions. So sure. I'm going to ask those first. So the first question is, for how long can I use the vaginal drops? The oh, that is drops? such a good question. So yeah. here's the thing. Unfortunately, when estrogen goes away and your ovaries stop making estrogen, if it's from sur- surgical removal of the ovaries or if you're going through natural menopause, whatever the case may be, once your estrogen is gone, mm-hmm. your n- chances, one out of two women are going to have lubrication problems or going to have dryness. Mm -hmm. Um, Estrogen, when you think of estrogen, it's not just the vagina's drying up. It's your hair's drying up, your nails are drying up, Mm -hmm. your skin's drying up. This is everywhere. Um, So once that's gone and you start replacing it with other Mm-hmm. products if you do choose estrogen or whatever you choose mm-hmm. you're gonna have to continue to use that forever right because you're not naturally producing it so exactly. you need some either a steady source of estrogen or something else to mimic right. you know it's 
its impacts. Exactly. Right. And that's a good thing about our products is that, uh, they're organic. Mm-hmm. And so they're not going to have long, there's no long-term effects. It's not going to hurt your body in the future, yeah. uh, such as other products like over-the-counter products or prescription strength products that could possibly harm you in the future. So right. that's what's good about our stuff. So you can use it for as long as yep. you want. And depending on your like. needs, you could use it every night or use mm-hmm. it every other night. That's why we call it a 30 count or a 90 count, not a 30-day right. supply or 90-day supply, because <laughs> some people might be able to use it every three nights. Right. For example, I use it every third night. I don't have to use it every night. Some yeah. of our clients have to use it every night. Right. And 30 count just sounds better than 30-day supply. It like, really it's does. Kind of yeah. sterile and yeah. warehousey. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we're like, far from that, yes. You don't want to feel like... <laughs> You're, you don't want to think of a warehouse when you're inserting something like that. That's true. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's what, is there like a common uh, like frequency or is it just kind of all over the place with customers? It really depends on your own personal needs. Mm. I always tell our clients, um, use it every night for the first two weeks when you first get the product. Yeah. And at least give it two weeks to a month. Because yeah. Think of it as in the wintertime when your skin is so dry and cracked and you try to put lotion on it. and It, it just doesn't even it doesn't absorb. It doesn't soak in. Yeah. It doesn't absorb. It just sits there and then it kind of burns a little bit. Yeah. And I feel like it actually gets worse first. Yes. In my case, I have eczema. So like when I put lotion on really dry skin, it's like, nope, I don't know what you're doing. And then like, I don't know, it just like dry, it gets dry even more. But as I yes. keep doing it, like it. Then it gets better. Softens. Yeah. And that's exactly how it is with the vagina because it's, it's dry and nothing yeah. can get in there and it can't, um, it's just, it's, you gotta start working out the outer layers and then work in. Right. And that's what it's doing is working out the outer layers and it's going to start working in all the way up. So the two different layers. weeks to the full months. Especially if you're a first-time user, or probably if you're getting back into using it, yes. I would think. Yes, definitely. And then from mm-hmm. there, just experiment with how often you... Yeah, and that's it. what a lot of clients, they always say, uh, you know, I noticed a difference like after the first couple of nights. Mm-hmm. And I said, but don't stop using it for right. at least two yeah. weeks straight just because you want to make sure to get a really good... Right. Um, baseline right and then you can keep it maintained right because you're um, you're literally readjusting your system your internal system to rely on that source to be able to function in a more healthy lubricated state yep so exactly cool all right so question number two um i ordered your vaginal drops and i've noticed that i'm having hot flashes again i'm so sorry could it be from your moisture drops that was such an that was really interesting to me. I have not had that question yet. Yeah. And of course, anytime any one of our clients reaches out to us, I do my research and I talk with the president of the company if I don't know the answer, if I can't find that answer. But right. the thing, hot flashes are usually caused from a hormone. I don't want to call it a problem. Mm-hmm. Hormone imbalance, changes. Imbalance. Changes, right. Yeah. So when you're going through menopause, your hormones are completely changing. Your estrogen levels are dropping. Everything else is rising. And then you're like, holy moly. Your body moly, systems I'm on- are like, what is, yes. and where so did you, it go? <laughs> right. Yeah. And so you're really, you know, that's the hormones. So right. no, yeah. these products definitely do not cause hot flashes. Right. But there is seasonal hot flashes, which is strange but um does it have to do with loss of estrogen or just in like any just in general like you hear of seasonal depression right you hear of you know it's like there's actually seasonal hot flashes well right now it's hot (laughs) now's the season to be having hot flashes now's the season it's it's hot (laughs) and we are um 
I, the, the client that reached out and asked, she was really funny. And she says, you know, it may not help with my ramen diet. And I kind of laughed and I said, yeah. Ramen or rum diet? Rum. Rum and? Diet Coke, yeah. Oh, rum and diet. Rum and diet. Oh. So, and because it's hot, you know, and it's like a good stiff drink. Sounds wonderful. And so, and I started laughing. I said, well, I'm a whiskey and diet girl, (laughs) so I completely understand that. Like, I get it and I get it. And I get it and I get it. (laughs) But the pearls definitely will not cause any hot flashes or any kind of menopausal, menopausal symptoms. Right. It's literally menopause and i just read two menopause symptoms can last for 7.4 years which i probably just ruined a lot a of people's long, day <laughs> isn't that how long it takes for your cells in your body to like renew i don't fully? know something That's something like time. that but i read that today and i went oh. like bad news okay okay i didn't All right, know that here we go so yeah but so good it's question. definitely not the moisture drops but yeah Yes. So, but keep that in mind. I mean, you know, the different people go through, you could go through a couple months and not have hot flashes. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's like, why am I getting hot flashes again? What in the world is happening? Right. And it can happen in winter and it can happen in summer. It doesn't matter. So right. it just depends on your body. And hey, if you're never, you know, fully sure whether it's our products or something else that's causing some unknown side effect, like definitely reach out to us. You Absolutely. Know, we love to, especially Angela. I mean, Angela's the one answering most of the questions, but I love to talk to people too, but that's the best thing. If you're not sure, reach out. That's what we're here for is to, you know, guide you through this journey and to help you navigate through any questions. Right. Okay. Last and final question of the day. Do your moisture drops have CBD or THC in them? That's another good question. Since we are called hip hemp, people think, wait, hemp? Hemp. Is that CBD? Is that THC? vaginal moisture hemp in my nope i don't know if yeah (laughs) yeah so our moisture drops and our intimate massage oils do not have cbd or thc right but they do have hemp seed oil in them which Which has none of that stuff in it it has none of that but it is like the best best oil that you could put anywhere in your body yeah uh we you know hemp seed they make purses out of clothing out of um paper yeah I think you can building materials, clothing materials, food. Yes. Packed full of tons of antioxidants, yeah. nutritions, vitamins, minerals. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's like better for you. It's pretty amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, why can't we make more stuff out of hemp? Hint, Someday. hint, somebody. Yeah. Soon. Soon yeah. <laughs> Soon. Um, so, yeah, that was another good question, too. Yeah. So, yeah, these definitely won't get you you know, mentally high. They won't give you a body high, nothing like that. They'll just help you not be dry. Yep. And hemp seed oil, it's a natural anti-inflammatory. And so if you have a lot of dryness, there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of itching, that's going to get in there and it's going to work its magic and get that inflammation down, which is going to help with the itching and the pain and all. Yeah. So So it really is like a perfect oil for this type of absolutely yes cool yes we do have some cbd products by the way so we can talk about those later but if you are interested we have them so all right well those are our questions thank you for submitting those and so you know continuing on with um the topic uh i thought a good kind of sort of follow-up question or you know idea to what we talked about last episode um, and I'll almost like bringing it back to a bigger picture. Um, you know, what does intimate wellness mean to you? So like, you know, we've been, we've, we've thrown that word around intimacy, intimate wellness, intimate health. 
Um, but I just wanted to hear, you know, from you personally, and then I'll share too. Like, sure. yeah, when you think of intimate wellness, what does that mean to you? It's such a good question. Um, intimate can mean there's so many things to intimacy. Yeah. Uh, massages, just a gentle touch, just a, a rub on the back, you know, but then you get intimate sexual wellness or you get, you know, intimacy sexually. I mean, that's when you get into your intimate areas and your sexual areas, that kind of stuff. But yeah. intimacy, when I'm able to sit down with my partner and have uh, a really in-depth conversation and we're really focusing on each other and maybe a back massage or something to me that is intimate. Yeah. And so when we talk about wellness, it's, it's a big round thing. I mean, we've got, we've got to look at it all. It's yeah. like, it's not just the massage, you know, it's not just sex. Right. It's everything. It's a whole network of things Absolutely. that one does to be human and take care of yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And one thing that I was reading about today, um, I belong to a menopause group and a lot of these women are like, I'm not even, I'm not even in the mood for sex. I'm not yeah. even in the mood for intimacy. I'm not in the mood. And now I'm having these problems and I'm like, check out armchair chats. That's Please. what we talked about. Yeah. Episode one. I can tell you I'm not in the mood a lot of the times. So different reasons, but personal. But, okay. That sounded really weird. But yes, right. Exactly. And so now my mind just went, I don't even know where it went. I just That's like to derail. Funny. That's all that was, you know, Absolutely. I just like to throw curveballs. No, but we're talking about, we're talking about intimate wellness and, um, you, you mentioned that you're in a menopause group. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. what we were talking about was I have no desire. I don't even want, right. you know, and so I was kind of jumping in saying, Hey, you, it doesn't have to lead to sex. Just be intimate with one another. Yeah. Just, you know really focus on each other and, and pay attention to each other and yeah. uh, be in the moment. Yeah. And that's intimate to me. Yeah. And that's part of the wellness. And yeah. if you can get that connection, yeah, I bet you things are going to move a little bit further. Right. That's my guess. Yeah. But when you're not even in the mood at all, it's hard to even get to that point that right. you want to even be in that position. Right. You know, it's, I, it's hard. I can definitely relate to that. Um, Let's actually take a very quick break because we have sped through this and then we'll get back to um, that question. But we uh, have a little promo code to share. If you're watching the part one, then you heard it, but we'll share it again. Yes, Chats15. Chats15. Chats15, and that gives you 15% off your entire order. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it's only, you only hear it on our chat. I'm sure chats. It's not anywhere. So yeah, when you, um, for people who maybe haven't ordered before, go online at hiphemp.com, fill up your cart, check out, you know, enter all your info. And there's a section for promo codes, C-H-A-T-S-1-5, 15% off. That's it. Yeah, that's it's all you It's pretty simple. Do. And if you have any problems, you give us a call and we'll help you out too. Yeah. We can help you over the phone, take care of you, make sure stuff's working out for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to highlight any products that we have? Oh, yeah. So last week or last episode, we talked about our uh, moisture drops. But yeah. this time I want to kind of touch on our intimate massage oils yes. since we're talking about intimacy. intimacy. Right. And these massage oils are amazing. They're uh, perfect for you from head to toe. Mm-hmm. We have three different flavors three different types moods types. moods there's serene unwind and uplift mm-hmm. again 100 organic four ingredients in each there's hemp seed oil and then three different types of essential oil in them mm-hmm. or you have hemp seed oil and avocado oil right. or you have hemp seed oil and grapeseed oil depending on how slick you want or how thick you want right and again head to toe personal yeah. lubricant 
I have clients that use it on their cuticles, on your hair. I did. So I wrote a blog. I did a, used it as a hair oil. Yeah. I was actually, it was in the middle of COVID. So I was like, I need to do something. I'm going to write a blog and let me try this and see if it works. It really worked. Like, yeah. you know, just, um, I forget which one I used, but um, it's just, you know, carrier, a combination of carrier yep. oils and essential oils. That's all it is. So. Yep. And a carrier oil takes the product deeper down into the you know into right. the deeper part of the epidermis not yeah. just on the top where if you just put essential oils on the top it's gonna, gonna burn it's gonna burn and it's that. gonna sit there and it's not it's gonna not get gonna, into yeah, yeah. yeah. um I've done that before. no yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my partner yelled at me like, i bet <laughs> you don't know what you're doing i was like i don't that's why it stings um, <laughs> make it stop make, make it, it stop. stop so that's our uh intimate massage oils are you know, packed full of essential oils, which essential oils have their own added benefits to them. Mm-hmm. So you got your carrier oil, which is amazing, which yes. is full and packed of everything you need. And All then you the got things. essential oils that calm, that rejuvenate, that relax, that, right. you know, there's just... All the it's adjectives. Amazing. It's amazing. everything. Yeah. Cool. All yeah. right. So let's jump right back in. So um, going back to what we were talking about with intimacy... Um, Yeah, I can definitely relate to just like what you were sharing, you know, with your conversation with people in the menopause group, Mm -hmm. support group. Um, I know recently, so I would probably, so I, the person I'm seeing, I've been dating for over two years Mm -hmm. and I, in general, wouldn't consider myself like a very sexual person or sexually active person. Like I, you know, everyone has different levels of their needs. Um, But I know for me, like in our second year of being together, like my desire for sex really dropped which I feel like is probably pretty common I think so um and you know it definitely like I think it took a toll on our relationship and you know we had to we've had to work through that um but something that definitely helped um was to work on our overall intimacy and what was kind of I guess interesting for me to realize was we were focus like in the first year of being together we were focused more on having sex than we we were on other things like cuddling or hugging or even just connecting really deeply um and you know in the second year we worked on that a lot more and it's like oh my god like I really love that kind of stuff like to me that is more I love that more than sex personally I mean sex is great but like if you know I really need to feel connected to someone if I yep just in general, like I just, I like feeling connected to people regardless of having sex or not. And you know, when sex is involved, like personally, like I need to feel connected with the other person. It's hard for me to just like hook up without a connection, you know? Um, so yeah, but that was really special for us to be able to, and I think it expanded my thinking of what it means to be intimate and that, you know, I find myself being intimate with a lot of different people now. Like even when I'm, you know, connecting with a friend and we just, like we're having like a heart conversation, heart to heart conversation. Like to me, that's very deeply intimate and emotionally vulnerable. And like, I love that so much. So, um, yeah, it's not just, anyways, it's not just the sex, you know, it's all these other things too. And it doesn't have to come from only one person. Exactly. Your intimate needs can be fulfilled from everyone, Mm -hmm. you know, whoever. Depending. Yeah. on the different levels and whatever you need, they're out there. They're out there. And, but it goes back to the communication with yes. your partner and communicating because I yes. heard you say that you had some problems yeah. and that's completely not abnormal. Yeah. I think a lot of couples go through that. Right. And, uh, it takes that communication to get back on track Right. and, uh, for the other people, you know, the other person to understand what is happening. Yeah. And it's, I mean, yeah, it's the communication is hard. It can be hard because I think there's that expectation that it has to be like perfect. You know, I shouldn't be having these issues. Um, 
So I guess for you, you know, growing up, how were conversations about intimacy, and I would include as a subcategory like sexual sexuality, sexual wellness, and health, how were those conversations framed? How did that impact you? I know that's a very broad question, but... It truly is. (laughs) And I think we've kind of talked about it a little bit before, but, um, you know, there was not any talk about sex in our house. Yeah. And when I was probably 13, I actually had to be on birth control because of uh, irregular periods, not because I was sexually active. And my dad raised me, and I thought for sure he was going to fall out of his chair when the doctor said... Your 13-year-old daughter has to be on birth control. Because he's thinking like, yes. yeah, something. Yes, and <laughs> so, you know, the whole ride, car ride home, he's not really saying much, and he's kind of side-eyeing me like... Please stop. Please. I know, I'm like, Dad, just don't. I you know, you, I, I'm just, I don't know why... <laughs> I know the birds and the beads are the birds and the birds and the bees and the bee. I get it. I know how that works. There are you don't animals. Have to they're t- out there. They're doing things. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. <laughs> so finally, he just kind of looked at me and I said, Dad, it's because of my period. And he's like, okay, we're good. So that was how in depth our sexual conversations were growing up. Yeah. That was it. And uh, I don't ever even recall having a chat with my mom either. I mean, he's clearly uncomfortable. Absolutely. Which makes sense. I feel like men, especially that, you know, that generation aren't, we're, you know, aren't taught to talk about intimate issues in general, let alone like, you know, women's intimate issues or whatever, even their own. Absolutely. Yeah. And my dad being a single father of two girls, that was, that was rough and he did the best he can. So there's absolutely nothing that he did wrong. Right. Um, He did what he knew. Absolutely. Where with my son being a mom and just my son, it was like, oh no, we're talking. We're talking. We're talking. Yes. You're going to know more than you wanted to. Yeah, and, and then he started asking me more questions than I was like, like okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe I said, I why don't you, first I said, go Google that. And then I said, no, don't Google that. Never mind. <laughs> Let's talk. So, yeah, yeah, you Google stuff. You'd be, oh, yeah, the things that pop up there. I was like, Lots oh. Lots of popping up on Google. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, not good. So, yeah, um, but that's good that you, you know, because I'm sure that you thought of what it was like for you. I'm assuming that you thought of what it was like for you growing up, not having those conversations in place in your family, maybe in school or wherever. And the importance, uh, how important that information was to you when you did find out about it in your life, how important, how helpful it would have been had you known that earlier. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm sure that informs your decision and, um, emphasis on, you know, sharing that kind of information with your son. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, how did it look for you growing up? Was it? Uh, I mean, I feel like probably pretty similar in just in the sense that, yeah, it's, it wasn't something that was really talked about. Um, not in my household. I think, um, I remember, was it high school or like late middle school, that my stepmom had like the conversation with me. I felt like I actually didn't really understand sex until pretty late compared to a lot of my peers because I would get made fun of like, do you even know what this or that is? And like, I didn't, I just didn't talk about it. Like I was so, um, I I was kind of prim and proper when I was like a younger kid. Like I didn't want, I didn't swear. I didn't talk about like inappropriate things. I don't think it's inappropriate now, but like, um, so yeah, but I remember my stepmom had that conversation with me and it was definitely like awkward. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and then it wasn't really until health class in high school that I learned just about general health things. But, you know, even then it's so kind of sterile and textbook. I mean, you know, and like 
God bless my health teacher. She's awesome. Love her. And she really did the best that she could. Um, but I feel like my critique of it isn't even of her. It's just like this, the way that health was being taught yes. and that she was expected to teach, at least back then. I don't know what it is like now. Um, but it was just very sterile and kind of and awkward and almost like a little bit too late. Yes. Like, why are we talking about this now? Like, a lot of kids are already having sex in high school. Like, we should have been learning this earlier. And I don't think it should be such a big deal. Like, you know, um, I think for me, too, growing up, like, being gay and growing up, there's also that added, like, element of extra taboo around, like, my particular sexuality and expression of that. And so I think, yeah, just the conversation was framed in a very, like, shameful kind of... right way and like I still feel that shame now I def I've definitely worked on it but um but that's I yeah. just heard the key you've definitely worked on it and you're still dealing with it yeah right yeah and here I am in my 40s and I'm oh, still God. as I'm still <laughs> dealing with stuff that has happened uh from the, the things that I've learned yeah from middle school high school at my young age yeah. and not again nobody did anything wrong that's all they knew right but it does shape how we interact with our, our intimate partners now. And it shapes how society or how we think society looks at us. There's just a lot to it. And so it's right. always something to keep in mind and moving forward to be open and communicate yeah. and know that it's never too late to start communicating and that right. what you're feeling is you're not alone. Like really. There's 7 billion people like, you're really not alone. No, yeah. there's four of us in this warehouse and two out of four feel the same often. So <laughs> <laughs> at and any given point in time, at any given point in time. And we, ex yeah, we've experienced yeah. it or felt it or something. Yeah. And so that's, that's what I think, uh, is important moving forward. Yeah. Is the continued communication and to learn how to be able to communicate. Right. And really, I think, you know, at the end of the day, like, the thing that you most certainly have control over is you, your actions, your thoughts, what you tell yourself in, in, you know, your kind of constant feedback to yourself, what you put out there in the world. Um, obviously like the systems around us also impact us. And, you know, I think a lot of us could argue need to be changed for a lot of different reasons. We're talking about health. So like definitely like healthcare health, education within, um, you know, the uh, classroom settings, um, uh, as well as obviously the healthcare system having access to healthcare, so many things. So like, um, we can definitely control how we think and talk about it. Um, as we also try to change the larger systems around us and make them better. So like people can have healthier, not only healthier, intimate lives, but just better health overall. Well, yeah, absolutely. Again, it's a, it's, it, it's your body as a whole. What's happening right. in your physical is going to affect your mental and vice versa. Right. And I've always believed that. And when I was younger, it was like a, the doctors, you know, seeing, um, now I can't think of what they're called, but it's, it's a doctor who t practices the body as a whole. And it, the first time I, yeah, yeah you I was know, like, oh, I know what it is. It's not like, natural. Yeah. It's there's a name for it. Yeah. But uh, the first time I saw that doctor, I thought this is really weird. And then I started really thinking about it. I'm like, well, duh. That makes like, sense. This is the motherboard right, right here and it's controlling this. And right. so if this is hurting or not being pleased or not, right. you know, there's so many things. It's going to affect It's a two-way street. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely it is. Yeah. So, um, and again, Intimacy should be pleasurable for everybody involved. Yeah. Not just for one person. Yeah. 
And I think that a lot of people have a hard time with that as well. Yeah. And uh, don't grin and bear the pain. Don't um, suffer through it or push yourself through it because you're worried. Yeah. Communicate. Yeah. Talk. Figure it out and move forward. Enjoy it. That reminded me that I think sometimes there can be a sense of like almost... uh, probably has to do with ego and pride and like, well, I've, I've grinned and bared it this whole time. Is that even a phrase? I don't grin use and that bared phrase. Grin and bared it. I know. I was like, I don't grin use that phrase. Grin Is that my 40-ish showing? Bared grinned. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I've, um, yeah, I've like put up with this for such a long time, so I can keep putting up. You don't have to. Mm-mm. Knock it off. You know, just yeah. like be kind to yourself and. Your, your partner may be a little shocked if yeah. you're like, hey, no, enough. But explain why it's enough. Yeah. And explain, you know, I'm going to go to my doctor and I'm going to talk. Do you want to go with me and, and learn about it? Yeah. Or do you want me to fill you in? But this is happening. And it's an opportunity for your partner. You know, they're probably going through something similar mm-hmm. um, to also learn. Absolutely. You know, so you're not only by taking care of yourself, you're allowing other people to take care of themselves. And that's exactly right. Yeah. So I you know what we are like out of time. I know. I was it just going to so say quick. that's a really good way to end too, by taking care of yourself. Right. Exactly. Part Others. three. Part three. I know <laughs> part three. A, just keep going. Um, yeah. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that was great. And uh, I know we're talking about. Our future episodes are going to be diving into the CBD world. Next two episodes, they're going to be a part tour as well, CBD. So if you have any questions about CBD, submit them now and we will get to them. Yes, because we have a lot of research to do because CBD is constantly changing and evolving and... Uh, I love the stuff and yeah. I can't wait to dive into that. So, and if you have, you know, comments, questions about, um, intimacy as well, we are definitely going to be coming back to this edition in future episodes. So, um, your questions will not be lost in us. We'll save them for, for a later date. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, also, you know, if you want to reach out to us personally, we will answer those questions yeah. as they come in too. So, um, you know, just Communicate with us. Communicate. You could start with us. That'll yeah. move, move forward at your We're home safe. life. Yeah. <laughs> Very safe. So, well, thank you. Thank this you. This was great. Yeah. And it, the time just flew by. I know. It was too much. Too fast. Really quick. So, hiphemp.com yes. is our website. Chats 15, 15% off. Info mm-hmm. at hiphemp is our email. At hiphemppdx on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if you're listening on Spotify or some other... Um, Apple, Apple Apple now has I us, think right? we're on Apple, yeah. We are. Um, if you're on a you know, podcast streaming platform, you know, definitely follow us. If you're on YouTube or Instagram, like, comment, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And share. Share, and share, 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 share. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank and have you. an amazing time. Stay safe. All right. Bye. Bye.